Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. I have said to you many times over the last few weeks that our God is a God of order and a God of faithfulness. And we see God's faithfulness when we walk and live in his order. One of the wisest things that you can pray is this, God, I want your order to govern my life. I want to order my life according to your plans, your purposes, and your will. When we have that sincere desire, it is an invitation to God through the Holy Spirit to begin to move and empower you and provide for you everything that you need to serve him, everything that you need to successfully do his will. So our God is a good God, a faithful God, and we see that in the taking of possession of that promised land. Take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Joshua and chapter 21. Now, it's my hope that we are going to get through this entire 21st chapter in this lesson. I know it's a long chapter, but it's really very cohesive. And it's good that we do this entire chapter in one time. So with that said, look with me to verse 1. What we're dealing with is God's faithfulness. God has promised, and we'll see this in a moment. He has spoken this to moses that the levites now remember there's 12 tribes of israel one get no inheritance of the land but that does not mean that they don't have cities to reside in it's not their land but they are given places to reside and for their animals that they might live there and it's very significant i'll talk more about this later that there are 48 cities and we see here for the most part that that each tribe gave four cities in order that in order that the levites might have a habitation why was that necessary for all the tribes to participate because the levites minister they serve to all the tribes of israel they didn't receive land in their own but they have a place where they can minister their their earthly location of serving god both among the land and obviously at the place that first his tabernacle dwell and then later on in jerusalem we know that there were 24 rotations of priests and because of that we see that 48 cities are mentioned why Well, we see that in this world, in this world, we are called to be people that put down not a a earthly foundation, but a temporary dwelling place. 
where we need to remember that there's an emphasis upon our spiritual service the levites and the priests they teach us that so let's begin joshua chapter 21 and verse 1 the heads of the fathers of the levites now we're going to see that within every tribe there are heads according to key families primarily among the levites there were three families now obviously there was much more than that but three primary families we'll talk more about them in a moment and here we see that it's the heads of the fathers of the families that belong to the tribe of levites that they approached they drew near they presented themselves to eleazar the priests he took over for his father aharon aaron who is now deceased who died out in the wilderness in the book of numbers it's record recorded now eleazar is the high priest and they come before him and also to yahushua the son of nun and we see here the governor joshua and the high priest eleazar working together and and doing so to show the leadership of god among the people to bring about submissiveness to everything that is done so these heads of the levitical tribe they come and present themselves to these two men and also keep reading at the end of verse one and to the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of israel so the two primary leaders eleazar and yeshua but also all the leaders of each of the tribes of the children of israel they were there as well verse 2 they spoke unto them meaning the leaders of the levites spoke to the leaders of the tribes of israel they spoke unto them where at shiloh this is a place that the tabernacle dwelt it it traveled with the people in the wilderness but eventually it found its home in shiloh so they came and spoke unto the leadership at shiloh in the land of canaan saying and notice what they said look now to to the second part of verse 2 the lord commanded in the hand of moses now that is an idiom in the hand of through the authority of moses to give to us cities to dwell in and also parcels their parcels now what it's speaking about their cities but within these cities there's also parcels of land a lot where the animals could could grace they were attached to the city but outside but still part of the city area so they were told moses agreed he brought it before god and god allowed the levites and remember that all priests are levites but not all levites are priests but all of the people we're talking about are under the tribe of levites the priests come through the lineage of aharon a specific lineage but all priests are levites we're dealing with this entire tribe that received no land of their own but permission to dwell in these cities and apart from the cities 
there were these parcels these lots where animals could graze and that's why it says to give to us cities to dwell in and their parcels for our animals for these domestic animals that the priests had verse 3 and the children of israel gave to the levites from their inheritance now this is important because god gave freely will remember that all the tribes had to fight in order to take possession of the land after securing the land there was the division that's what we've been studying for many weeks and now the land has been divided also as we saw last week and we'll see references to this this week the cities of refuge which were connected to the levites all of this is god's order all of this shows that our god is a god of precision he he precisely instructs his people that we might serve him in a proper way that we might reflect his instructions that give us his order look again the children of israel gave to the levites from their inheritance what they received they had to give back some of the land not in a permanent way but for the levites to dwell there and have land to reside in and for their animals it says all of this took place look at the middle of verse 3 by the mouth of the lord these cities and these parcels of land now what we're learning is god chose the cities they couldn't but everything was done as we'll see once more by lot so it speaks over and over that the people they received but they received submissively not according to their desires not according to what they spoke what they wanted but everything was provided by lot look if you would to verse four the lot went forth to the families of and now we have one of the divisions of the levites it says Kati. Kati is a specific family within this division of levites and it says and it came about to the sons of aaron the priests from the levites from the tribe of judah from the tribe of shimon and from the tribe of benjamin at the lot this is the lot that was cast and how many cities were given by these three three tribes again look at them we're talking about the tribe of judah shimon and benjamin benjamin we see that 13 cities in total were given and it says look now to the first five and to the rest of kahat this is the name of that leading family to the rest of the ones that belong to this family of kahat from the families of the tribe of ephraim and from the tribe of dan and from the half tribe of manasseh by lot and how many did they receive they received an additional 10 cities so we see so far that there was a total of 20 
three cities provided by these tribes that i've mentioned so far look if you would to verse six there's the second family and this is the family the levitical family called gershon and we read and to the children of gershon from the families of the tribe of yisachar and from the tribe of asher and from the tribe of naphtali and from the half tribe of manasseh where in the bashan by lot so again all of this is being done by lot which shows the hand of god that god is ordering this and now we're talking again about 13 cities from these tribes were given to the tribe of levi and now verse 7 we're going to see the third and final family of the levites and to the children of merari for their families from the tribe of reuven and from the tribe of god and from the tribe of zebulon how many cities 12 cities the children of israel gave to the levites i'm reading from verse 8 these cities and their parcels of land just as the lord commanded in the hand of moses or through the hand of moses under his authority by goral by lot now if you add these up 13 plus 10 plus 13 plus 12 you do indeed get 48 cities now we're told in this first section what tribes gave but now we're going to be more specific look if you would to verse 9. now we're going to see the cities by name and where they came from verse 9 and the children of judah and the children from the tribe of shimon they gave what they gave these cities which were called by them by name so they gave these cities there's going to be a list of them verse 10 and it came about to the children of aharon from the family of kahat so he is a priestly family from the sons of levite speaking about how all priests are levites for to them was the first lot so we saw that in the order earlier on and now it's going to specify look at verse 11. and they gave to them kiryat arba and it speaks about this one avi the giant the father of the giant which is kiryat arba which is hebron in the mountain of judah and there its parcel the parcel land that's attached to it around about it verse 12 and the field of the city and its courtyards it was given to as we've already learned to kalev the son of yifune at his inheritance it's actually his possession his estate that he received we learned that in an earlier chapter in the book of joshua verse 13 
and to the sons of Aaron the priests was given the city of refuge of the murder, the place of refuge for the murder, and it's Hebron, and its lot, meaning its uh, uh, parcel of land, and also Livna and its parcel of land. Verse 14. And also, we're going through a list of cities, Yatir and its parcel of land, and Eshtamoa and its parcel of land. And look at verse 15. And Hulon and its parcel of land, and Devir and its parcel of land. Verse 16. And Ein and its parcel of land, and Utah and its parcel of land, and Bet Shemesh, and its parcel of land. And now we're going to review all of these cities that I named. There were nine from these two tribes. So we see that these two tribes were mentioned. They gave nine. Verse 17. And from the tribe of Benjamin, was given give on and its parcel of land and gave and its parcel of land and atnatot and its parcel of land and amon and its parcel of land and this is an additional four cities all the cities of the sons of aaron the priests were how many of the priestly division within the family and the tribe of Levite, there were 13 cities and their parcel of land. Verse 20. And to the families of the children of Kahat, that same family we mentioned, Kahat of the Levites, those who were remaining of Levites, of the sons of Kahat, it came about the cities and their lot from the tribe of Ephraim. So now we see the lot, and we're speaking about that lot that was cast in order to discern who should give what. We see that we're dealing with now this, this tribe of Ephraim. Verse 21. And it was given to them the city of refuge of the murderer, Shem. Now, Shem is a well-known place today. The Arabic term is Nabilus, and it's in Shem that Joseph is buried. And so Shem was given and its parcel of land in the mountain of Ephraim. Also, Gezer and its parcel of land. And look at verse 22, Kipsayim and its parcel of land and bet horon and its parcel of land all the cities in this allotment that was given were four cities verse 23 and from the tribe of dan was the city known as el teke and its parcel of land and give tone and its parcel of land verse 24 and I alone and its parcel of land and got Ramon and its parcel of land 
Again, there's an additional four cities mentioned for these families. Verse 25. And from the half-tribe of Manasseh was a city of Tanakh. Now, some people ask, I know the word Tanakh, meaning the Torah and the prophets and the writings. Is this the same word? It is not. It's spelled differently. Tanakh is an abbreviation. It has those three letters from the Torah, Nevi'im, and Ketuvim. This is not three letters, but four. It's Tav, Ein, and then we have Nun and Kaf Sofit. So it says, from the half-tribe of Manasseh, the city of Tanakh, and its parcel of land, and Gat Rimon and its parcel of land, how many cities? Two cities. All the cities that we've mentioned thus far in this distribution were ten and its parcels of land. For the families of the sons of Kahat that were remaining. Verse 27. And to this next family, and to the children of Gershon from the family of the Levites, they receive their parcels of land from the half-tribe of Manasseh, and they received it, the city of refuge from the murderer. And we're talking about what city? Golan. That was in Bashan and its parcel of land. And also, Be'eshtarab and its parcel of land. This is an additional two cities. Verse 28. And from the tribe of Yisachar, they gave Kishion and its parcel of land and Devrat and its parcel of land, verse 29, and Yarmut and its parcel of land and En Ganim and its parcel of land altogether an additional four cities, verse 30. And from the tribe of Asher, they gave the city called Mish'al and its parcel of land, and Avdon and its parcel of land, verse 31, and Chelkat and its parcel of land, and Rachov and its parcel of land, an additional four cities, verse 32. And from the tribe of Naphtali, the city of refuge for the murderer, and this was the city of Kadesh, in the Galilee, not to be confused with Kadesh Barnea, and its parcel of land, and Hamot, Doar, and its parcel of land, and Kartan, and its parcel of land, an additional three cities. Verse 33. All the cities of Gershoni, that is the family of Gershon, According to their families, how many did they receive? Thirteen cities and their parcels of land. Verse 34. And to the families of the children of, notice this one, Merari, we mentioned them earlier. It says of the Levites, the ones who were remaining of that family, from the tribe of Zebulon, they received their their cities. What cities? First one, Yopniam and its parcel of land, and Karta and its parcel of land. Verse 35, 
Dimna and its parcel of land, and Nahal, Nahalal and its parcel of land. How many total? Four additional cities. Now we have to do something. If you're looking at a Bible with the, the Masoretic text as its basis, there's a problem. We see that there are some information versus a scripture that's left out of the Masoretic text. But when you look at other places, we find other manuscripts, it's there. This also agrees with what we see elsewhere in the scripture concerning these places. So what I did was simply switch Bibles. I'm putting away the Masoretic text and I'm picking up a Hebrew Bible based upon Biblica Hebraica Studengart, which takes in consideration additional manuscripts that have this. And I'm beginning to read in verse 36. In the Masoretic text, we find that there are things missing. So I want to read that right now. Verse 36. And from the tribe of Reuven was city given by the name of Betzer and its parcel of land, and additional city called Yatzah and its parcel of land. Also, look at verse 37. Kedamot this city and its parcel of land, and also Mefa'at and its parcel of land. How many? Four. So four additional places. Now look at verse 38. And from the tribe of God, the city of refuge from the murderer, and this would be remote, Ba'gil'ad. So remote in Gil'ad, and its parcel of land, and also Machnaim and its parcel of land. And look at verse 39, Cheshbon and its parcel of land, and also Yazer and its parcel of land. All the additional cities that I've just mentioned would be four. Verse 40, all the cities to the children of Nerari, and their families that were remaining, the families of the Levites. It came about according to their lot. How many? Twelve cities. Verse 41. Now, what we're going to do is, is add them all back up. And when we do that, the, the answer is going to be found in verse 41. All the cities of the Levites in the midst of the possession of the children of Israel were how many? 48 cities and their parcels of land. And these cities came about city by city and the parcels of land and what was around them. Thus to all these cities. So now we conclude what the word of God says concerning the land and the cities that were given to all the tribes and the cities and the parcel of land that belonged to each city specifically these 48 cities that were given to the levites now before we conclude look if you would to verse 41 we're going to do three more verses 41 42 and 43 so we can complete this chapter went back to the masoretic text and it says and the lord he gave to Israel all the land 
which he swore to give to their fathers and they inherited it and they dwelt in it all of this speaks about god's faithfulness when he swears when he takes an oath god keeps that oath the promises of god you can believe and one of the things that's happening in our days is the faithfulness of god as god is bringing the people together back to the land and we see that despite what the united nations would prefer what the european union would want doesn't make any difference god's given his word that he would bring back the people and that is exactly what he's doing look now to verse 42. god is so good not only did indeed he give the land but notice what it says in verse 42 and the lord gave rest to them all around according to all which he swore to their forefathers so this is the second time that it's emphasized when god says something he speaks in a unique way it mentions here he swore it's the word for taking an oath an oath being made everything that god says it is perfect and it will be fulfilled according to his time according to his character according to to what he has said verse 42 and the lord gave rest to them from all around according to all which he swore to his (coughs) excuse me to their forefathers and a man did not stand before them from all their enemies all their enemies the lord gave into their hands now let me just simply say that god is keeping covenant this this chapter as well as all the others we have read about the distribution of land has some great practical encouragement for us in the same way that god overcame the enemy and provided what he promised the people he gave it out despite the opposition of the enemy we're going to see that god's going to do that same thing in bringing about a kingdom fulfillment god has promised us a kingdom a kingdom of justice of righteousness a kingdom where ultimately there'll be no more sickness there'll be no more sorrow there'll be no more death there'll be none of these things that relate to the world that we live in now it's going to be a new creation and this is so important that we see this there was an inheritance for the first creation for god's people god was faithful to bring it about according to his word according to his providence and the same thing that we can be assured of in regard to our kingdom inheritance well let's look at the last verse verse 43 not a word from all the good word which was spoken by the lord to the house of israel fell now interesting if we read this literally i want to read this last verse in hebrew lo nafal it did not fall the first thing that we're told here is it did not fall meaning it was not left undone 
nothing that God said to the house of Israel fell through the cracks, did not uh, uh, become a reality. Everything that he said came about again, did not fall the word. One thing we could say, a word from all the good thing that, that the Lord God spoke to the house of Israel. Hakol ba, which means everything came. And what I would say to you is this. All those promises, all those blessings, they are going to come about. But, but not in this world, but in the kingdom. Just like God brought the children of Israel with that mixed multitude out of bondage from Egypt. Egypt, prophetically, represents the world he brought his people both jew and gentile the hebrews and that mixed multitude out of bondage how did he do that by the blood of the lamb when did he do that on passover he brought them out of bondage they were on a journey which they were called to bear witness to have a testimony to generate faith meaning to demonstrate their trust in god as a testimony so others would join with them and take possession of that land yes there's an enemy but God is greater that is a paradigm for us in that same way God has brought us out of the bondage of this world this is a world stained with sin he brought us out of this world we're on a journey now where into the land of promise let me say it another way into the kingdom of God and in the same way that God was faithful in the days of Yahushua God is going to be faithful through that same name Yeshua now let me conclude with this recently I was at a conference and as I spoke someone said to me you shouldn't say the name Yeshua because we know that the name is Yahushua now it is true that that the name of of jesus is derived from yehoshua but we need to remember something in the book of nehemiah that is nehemiah chapter 8 we find that yehoshua was called in that strategic place of significance yeshua one of the abbreviations of that name yehoshua is yeshua Yahushua was called Yeshua and it is acceptable and proper and right to call Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus the Messiah we're speaking about the only begotten son and it's only through him and this is what I want to close with it is only through him Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus of Nazareth that we can have that hope a sure hope of an inheritance not an inheritance in this world but in the kingdom of god that new ultimately that new jerusalem and that's why we see that that yeshua went to that cross he shed that blood and what's he known as the lamb the lamb that was sacrificed before the foundations of the world he came into this world to fulfill that plan long ago that god had for eternal redemption and I like this book of Joshua, Sefer Yahushua, 
because in the same way that in the days of joshua god proved himself faithful to overcome the enemy and not one enemy ultimately stood against them they were defeated god gave rest that's so important god's going to give us eternal rest in the kingdom and what we're seeing are the things taking place in our generation preparing for that that great transition from this world into the kingdom of god i'm excited about that and i hope you are as well while well, close with that until next week shalom from israel well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org there you will find articles and numerous other lectures by baruch these teachings are in video form may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel.